Hello and welcome to the Mindful Kind podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Cable, author of the Mindful Kind book, mindfulness teacher and blogger at rachelcable.com. Each week, this podcast will bring meaningful tips, tools and strategies so you can manage stress and live more mindfully in the modern world. Hello and welcome to episode 307 of the Mindful Kind podcast. Last week, I was reading a book called How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera, and I came across a term called emotional dumping. I thought it was a really interesting concept. It probably doesn't have the nicest name, but I've been excited all week to create this episode and share it with you. So emotional dumping involves unconsciously sharing your feelings with someone without being aware of their emotional state or needs. For example, you might offload your emotions without actually trying to find a solution. You might not give the other person time to participate very much in the conversation. You might talk about the same event and how you feel about it over and over and over again. And as I was reading about emotional dumping, straight away I could think of some examples when other people have done this to me. They've jumped straight into telling me all about their feelings and experiences without checking to see if I'm in a space to support them or not. They don't really seem interested in learning anything helpful or finding solutions or making changes. They just want to unload all those feelings and find some relief. Sometimes they might talk about the same thing over and over again without actually going anywhere with it. And usually at the end of those interactions, I feel quite drained and sometimes even resentful, which I'll explain more in a little bit. However, after a couple of days, I was thinking a bit more about emotional dumping and I realized something. I do it too. When my skin was breaking out in painful acne earlier in the year, I think I emotionally dumped on one friend in particular who was really good at reassuring me and helping me feel validated and heard. When I'm feeling anxious, I don't really ask Deck if he's ready to support me. I just launch into telling him about the anxiety and how it's affecting me. And, you know, I think sometimes this can be normal. I don't want to beat myself up about it or feel disappointed in myself When we're feeling a lot of emotions, talking about them can be a great coping mechanism and does help provide relief. However, I thought about it a bit more and I realized something else. I went through a stage of my life when I was about 13 or 14 years old when I was having a lot of dark thoughts and feeling depressed. And for a while, I talked a lot about those feelings with two close friends of mine. But after several months, those friends started avoiding me a bit and started putting up boundaries saying they couldn't listen to me talk about how I felt anymore. And at the time, I was incredibly upset with them. I felt abandoned and rejected and really lonely, which was so difficult, and I look back now with a lot of compassion for myself and how I felt. But when I learned about emotional dumping and really thought about it, I realized that's exactly what I was doing, and I think it played a big role in the ending of those friendships. Because I was so caught up in my own emotions and trying to talk about them, I didn't have room to care about how they felt. I was unloading some really serious stuff on them when they were just young teenagers themselves. I wanted them to be there for me whenever I needed them, even though I had no capacity to support them back when they might have needed me. I wrote letters and sent messages and talked about my feelings a lot, but I didn't think to ask them if they were feeling okay. It makes me feel sad thinking about it because ever since then I've tried to be a more supportive person and to listen and to cope with my emotions in a variety of ways rather than just emotional dumping. 
but at the same time, I didn't know any better back then and I was just doing the best I could to get through the depression I felt. So if you're finding yourself in a similar stage right now, I think that's okay too. And especially because one of the tricky things about emotional dumping is that it can feel like you're creating intimacy or closeness with someone. But really, the interaction is quite one-sided and doesn't allow that much connection. Because the other person doesn't have the chance to participate much in the interaction except for maybe some snippets of reassurance or compassion. And therefore, they don't get to talk about their experiences too. They might even feel like their boundaries have been crossed or ignored or they might feel resentful because they always have to be the support person without getting much back in return. Maybe this is resonating with you and you're thinking, okay, I think I engage in emotional dumping sometimes. Is there anything that I can do differently? And the answer is yes, and I'm going to share a few tips to help you engage less in emotional dumping. First of all, try asking for the other person's permission if you want to talk about your experiences and feelings. For example, I'm feeling a bit stressed out about work at the moment. Would it be okay if I chat with you about it? Or it's been a tough few days. Are you okay if I talk about it with you? Asking for someone's permission gives them a chance to create a boundary if they do need to. Maybe they're going through a difficult time too. They might say, sure, you can talk about your feelings and then would it be okay if I share mine? Or they might say, sorry, I'm not feeling great at the moment. Could we chat another time? Whatever they say, just do your best to be respectful of their needs and try not to take it personally. When someone creates a boundary, it's not necessarily anything to do with you, but more about them looking after their own needs and well-being, which is really important. The second tip to engage less in emotional dumping is to find a variety of ways to process and cope with your emotions. I write in my journal regularly so I can unload my thoughts and feelings in a safe space. I work out most days because it helps me release energy and boost my mood. I catch up with my psychologist, especially when I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed. I have a list of self-care practices to help myself feel supported. I meditate and practice mindful emotional awareness so my emotions don't build up under the surface and later on explode. I'm not perfect at these things, but I do my best to process my emotions and deal with them in a variety of different ways so I don't feel the need to engage in emotional dumping on my loved ones too often. And the third tip to engage less in emotional dumping is to just do it in a slightly different way. Don't rely on one person to support you every time you're feeling strong emotions. Build a support network so you can reach out to different people at different times. Be willing to make changes to help yourself feel better or at least talk about potential solutions for the future so you're not solely emotional dumping on someone. It's a bit more constructive than that. And also don't just reach out to someone when you need support. Check in with them when you're feeling good and have fun and meaningful conversations. Offer to help them if they need it. Give them the opportunity to set boundaries, as I mentioned earlier, so you can build a strong and authentic relationship. I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about your feelings. In fact, I think it's really, really important and it can help strengthen relationships and build a foundation for reciprocal support. I hope it's been helpful to learn about emotional dumping. Maybe like me, you've had experiences on both sides. You've maybe engaged in emotional dumping and you've had it done to you. If you're feeling like someone is engaging in emotional dumping with you and you're not sure how to deal with it, I highly recommend checking out my previous episodes about setting boundaries. In episode 254, you'll learn about healthy boundaries. 
in episode 255, you'll find out how to set and maintain boundaries. And in episode 258, you'll discover some tips for being a kind person while still having boundaries. I'll pop the episode numbers in the show notes for you so that you can check them out. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. I have some really exciting episodes coming up about imposter syndrome and I can't wait to share them with you. I also just want to say thank you to Lisa who left a wonderful five-star review for The Mindful Kind. She wrote, I love this podcast and Rachel's beautiful soothing voice and nature. Great content which is short and concise. Have recommended to my friends. I also recommend her book. Love your work, Rachel. Thanks again, Lisa. Your review really brightened my day. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you have a wonderful week, Mindful Kind. Mm-hmm.